Hello everyone, this is Theo from Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Theo, Vincent, and Danielle. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube page at Making It Make Sense ITV and listen out for new episodes every Friday. Follow us on Instagram and leave us a comment at Making It Make Sense ITV. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Theo, Vincent, and the wonderful Danielle. <laughs> uh, today, we are going to talk about the unfortunate events surrounding a young businesswoman or entrepreneur named Shanquilla Robinson. Danielle has some updates. Yeah, Shanquilla Robinson was... Uh a black African-American, if you will, um, if you want, um, young lady, 25 years old, who we now know was murdered on her recent vacation in late October to Mexico. Uh, uh, so she went with friends. Some things that are important to know is that we don't read into the story, but make general commentary on what transpired, right? And she went she went on vacation and paid for the villa. It's a, some, some people will find it noteworthy that she herself paid for the villa and had large sums of money on her at the time of her murder. And, you know, still a lot of places say the time of her death, but I want to be clear that we now know that she was murdered and that there are circumstances which indicate the folks she thought to be friends were active participants in her murder because of certain videos, because of their behavior after Shanquilla was murdered, because of the manner in which she died. She died from a severed neck, a broken neck and a severed spine. These were the causes of her death as per the autopsy. And um, that there is a video surfacing which shows two videos actually, the first more prominent, but shows that there is a, an assailant who is also a part of the friend group who's sort of beating up on her. And this, this video um, is being taped by another friend. And they're like, fight back Shanquilla is some of the, some of the things they, they say. So it, it, they seem to have thought it was a fight night. Some of Shanquilla Robinson's friends note that she wasn't a fighter, that she was um, a very genuine, genuine um, and generous um, young entrepreneur who had done very well for herself to be able to, finance this vacation in large part uh, um, on her own for others to come along, as well as to have uh, the large sum of money that she had on her. So the uh, last thing I will say is that the friends came back to the United States saying, uh, perpetuating this narrative of alcohol intoxication. We now know that that's not true and that just makes them look uh, more suspicious. There has been an arrest warrant issued by the Mexican authorities and um, the case is standing still. Uh, we, we're trying to figure out if the FBI will take it or the Mexican authorities will take it now for the friend. So one one last is... thing I want to note is that the, that the uh, one of the friends, the, the, the perpetrator, the one who the warrant is issued for their arrest, they were first identified as being a transgender woman. And this sort of meta-narrative took on a life of its own about, um, about 
this person being a trans woman, which they're not, they're just a, a, a large woman with uh, features, some, some, some uh, straight features. Um, they are not transgender and that's been uh, accurately uh, stated. But the, the narrative was uh, that she actually unalived her friend because she was a woman and she was jealous of that. So just, I just wanna be very careful if we, as we have this conversation that we tell the truth and, and, and our objective as possible. So she was just a big bitch who beat up, <laughs> who beat up on a smaller person. Yeah. yeah. Masculine features, got it. That's what it is. She was just a big bitch. That's all it is, big bone bitch. Yeah. Who beat up on a petite woman. And yeah, there, was the, there was some confusion about a bonnet, right? The, 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 initially the authorities thought because Shanquilla had a bonnet on her head, she, they thought it was um, intimate apparel, like undergarments, and that we had to, this is why culture confidence yeah. is so important. <laughs> this is why culture confidence is day. so important, right? This absurdity uh, that- Not you know, an undergarment. Black, black women are so beautiful and so powerful in our culture. And we need to stop doing this to them, um, all of us, I would say. Um, it was not because there was some, some undergarment. It's a, it was a bonnet for the idiots out there, as well as they, they, the Mexican authorities have, it was said that they're not accustomed to us wearing wigs, which is a damn lie. It's a, I mean, I've been to Mexico many a time and, and, and yeah. each time I'm sure I had a weave or a wig in my head. But come on, Mexican people don't wear wigs. Have you seen those telenovelas? Hello, hello. But also, but also you know, I mean, with black women now wear wigs as a normal everyday part, of, which is something different from 10 years ago, I would say. Um, the, the, the lace front and all that. My nieces, my nieces do that and they every two days they got a different hairstyle well you know it's unfortunate that you know this young lady and the stories and the fables and the myths surrounding this are so unfortunate because i went for example you know i went out with some friends in mexico and um then this happens it's it, it just bizarre. I was in Mexico when this happened. I'm like, with friends, uh, with friends. Yeah, with by friends. Way. But actual friends, not sharks, it sounds yes. like. Yeah. It, it also, you know, we as people, up, uh, we, as, we would, as human up. beings, we need to self evaluate. We need to see sometimes we are, we are sheep surrounded by lions. And sometimes you think that you are a lion surrounded by other lions. But you can sometimes be the lion surrounded by hunters. And but you need to, we need to do better, people. We're walking around with computers in our pockets. Not everyone that calls you their friend is their friend. Not everyone that tells you you cute, can you be my boyfriend? Can you be my girlfriend? Wants good for you. There are evil people in this world. There are people in this world who first and middle name and last name is jealousy, envy, hate. Mm -hmm. There are people in this world who want nothing but to destroy human beings and destroy positivity. And these people can look like you and I, meaning they, they can do. be people of color. Mm -hmm. And I think so much of the, the shock value around Shanquilla, what happened to Shanquilla, which was horrible, and should no. have never happened, is this notion that cis-het Black folks don't behave like that. Uh, yeah. My ass, my 
ass. And that's why the girl needed to be transgender because transgender people are violent. They're dangerous. They're, they're crazy. Jealous. They're they jealous. Want, yes. She was jealous of her femininity and she went on a violent rage. No, it was a cisgender big bitch who did that to her. And it's very normal. I've seen big bitches pick on little girls oh my, all the time. They're girl. both biological yeah. female. They just, they, they just didn't grow out of the playground. And they grew up with that in their in, into their adulthood. You said just run up on that playground, <laughs> like. And this is the other part. Of just, this is the other part of it, right? Which is not only was the perp, but people videotaped it. Like that's the, the immorality. Guilty. Version. All and guilty. So, and and so how old were they again? Like you said that they're in. Uh, forgive me. Like they were in their twenties. Like 23. So, now, so now that that be that is we have to acknowledge that now that becomes another judicial process meaning that those people who videotaped it there are mexican laws against that and now they have um basically are, are now part of this murder case they're complicit could they come to mexico or no absolutely complicit yeah i hope they do shanquilla was Robinson uh, said that she she was 25 and she was from North Carolina. North Carolina. She was a student at Winston-Salem State University in North Carolina. And again, some of these some um, of these stories uh, very early on says she simply died, but we know she was murdered. So so when we talk about the friends who are not friends, who are actually villains, evildoers. Sheeps yeah. and wolf clothing. But my thing is like, there's a generational thing too. And in this is this story is situated amid what happened in Colorado, which a, a member of the, uh, they say he's a member of the LGBT community, went in there and unalived some folks. It happened in context with what happened to the athletes at University of Virginia. One of his own. Oh yes, he was part of the group. Three black men who were also part of the group. He went on the bus and actually unalived three of the, the his teammates. So there were people who survived that incident. And it just recently, the day before Thanksgiving, some a manager at Walmart in Chesapeake, Virginia, walks into uh, a, a team meeting just to start the night shift and opens fire. So this, this I mean, narrative, uh, yeah. Uh, what do you feel? I, I want to know, um, Vincent, I'm, I'm curious to know that um, I, I, you're in your early 30s, right? So I'm wondering, do you feel like there's Late a twenties, early thirties. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, indeed. What twenty-eight, right? Twenty-eight and um... there you go, boo. <laughs> but do you, you ain't got to? Now I've got to. My question is, you got to be early thirties for my question. So, sorry, Vincent. I'm gonna have to tell the truth for you. Um, I did give you early thirties though. Uh, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> but but my question is about generations, right? Millennials, Gen Zers, Gen Xers, you know, are, are, what, what is going on? Is there, is this a generational thing or it's just a, we haven't done our job and, and, and really letting people know what's immoral. I mean, I thought this was a thing of the past, video fighting, videotaping fights. I think, you know, cause I think this is getting more and more prevalent as technology goes on. Social media is rampant, um, you know, I, my generation, we had the mixture of both, you know, without the internet, coming into the internet, 
um, you know, MySpace, like journal and stuff like that, all that stuff came up. And like, right when I was like kind of coming out of high school, that's when like, there really wasn't that much. There was a burn page on my, on my uh, space, but uh, yeah, it wasn't that much real bullying, like with recording and stuff like that and cyber bullying, that wasn't a huge thing that existed during my time. There was absolute bullying, but I think that adds probably extra layer because it feels like it's permanent out there on the internet. Like, you know, everyone sees it, whether you know it or not, where it's not just whoever's in the physical vicinity of when the bullying was occurring. Uh, but now I think it's just a bunch of nasty idiot. And that's also really fucking stupid. Like if you're gonna fucking, like, I don't think you, I don't condone murder, but like, if you're gonna murder somebody, you don't fucking record like behavior like that. It just sounds like a bunch of fucking idiots. Like, and I think it's more just being aware of who your friends are. I came from around my twenties. I was like, oh my god, I love everyone. Everyone's my friend, and you know, bend over backwards for everyone, and just want to make everyone happy, and I always apologize even if I wasn't wrong. And like, and then as I got through my twenties and into, uh, I was like, oh fuck that, like. Everyone is not, your, bitch. <laughs> not, not your friend, like not everyone that you're with is, has the best interest for you. Like kind of what Theo was saying that the people around you don't always have the best interest for you. And to think just because they smile on your face, um, you have to be very cautious. And I think it'd be good for us to do like a little round table of some signs that to watch out for because, you know, for example, if you're on social media and you have these people that are close to you and your friends, this and that, and they never like, your shit they never share your shit and that's one thing i'm not big on social media i don't necessarily like to share everything but the only th- th- these people are the same ones that will hop on anytime you post something and argue with you and we'll try to shoot you down right on your post we'll never actually like any of your shit we'll never share or say anything positive we'll always be some type of criticism that's probably not someone that has their best interest for you they're just creeping they're not they're just they're they're, they're a fan waiting but they're for not. hoping that you fail in the background just hoping like, yeah, yeah. Isaiah, what do you have to? What do you think about all this disturbed shit? You know, I think for me, one of one of the things this teaches me is that. Well, first of all, you can't travel with everybody. Let's just to give it a little levity to it. You can't travel with everybody, but um, I know I sure can't. Absolutely not. Um, but. I've never, I don't think I've ever traveled with a group of friends that I, that I felt like, okay, these people might not even, I mean, to, to go as far as to murder, that these people might. They're on my best interest, like, or won't look out for yeah, me and make like, sure that I don't do anything. Right. Well, yeah, like. Literally, I've, like, been with these friends who were, you know, in our 20s and just being silly and traveling and, you know, we might get an, we might get a couple little arguments, you know, and stuff like that. But like, yeah. it, because sometimes it's just like you're like siblings, but not, like, yeah. yeah, not like anyone's gonna actually bring harm to me. Mm-hmm. I've never felt like that, and I would never, as much as I would give space to people that that I probably shouldn't have, I wouldn't. I'd be smart enough to go, okay, but I'm not traveling anywhere with this person. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna share an intimate space together like that's not okay um i will say i want to talk about a point that um danielle and theo were making earlier um where in order for this story to be digestible to some people in order for it to make sense 
this must be this person that beat this person it has to be a trans person absolutely a trans woman right? yeah it's just to me it's like oh okay the truth you don't cishet people can do no wrong as long as you're cishet great um and another thing i want to call out really quick before i, I uh you know, past the mic, is um, this is this is not only a cautionary tale, be careful who you surround yourself with, but it's also a situation of, like, have we seen where there are Black people, I maybe let's, I don't want to say it's, it's part of the tokenism, but I think it kind of is in some instances, right? So there's one Black friend, and they are with a, a group of white white friends okay and there's been several stories like this where something happens to the black friend um and to me and i believe forgive me if i'm I'm butchering this name i believe her name was tanya horsford who went to the um sleepover yes and uh and never came back and all of a sudden no one knows what happened um I just find it interesting, I have to say that this story is being, and it should be told and should be highlighted, absolutely, because what yeah. happened to her, awful. But it's kind of also this idea of let's bring this kind of more to the surface and talk about this because it's it's an entire space of, of, of Black folk, right? But when it's stories like it's an entire group of white people and this one black friend. Did you notice those stories had to be dug for? I didn't hear the, a lot of those things immediately. Like not right up. I heard Shankola's story a yeah. few weeks ago. Like everybody was talking about it and yeah. still is. It's a topic of conversation. Because they want right? to highlight black violence. Yes. They want to and, highlight um, black brutality on one of those. You know that, you know the myth of black on black crime? Black on black yeah. crime. Absolutely. How come we didn't hear about, but how come we didn't hear about, hear about the Tanya Horsfords and the, the, there, I believe there was a girl, she, um, or, uh, I forget. But that is kind of buried. And then the difference is, but if something goes wrong and someone dies and it's not the black person, then it gets pinned on the black person. Oh, it had to be them like leading the whole, and that, that will get blown up and that will be brought in. Yeah. But now you want to say something? Yeah, here's the thing, right? Um, again, you know, it, it's a it's a it's a back off tactic of, of anti blackness. You know, this notion of white supremacy. White people will always say, "Well, you guys always bring race into it." No shit, right? And so one of the things that um, race does is is kind of lull you into inaction. Right, because it's become so traumatic that it's like, damn, I don't even think about that. Or it, it lulls you into this kind of melee where you're confused about what's going on. Um, and it, it causes us to see ourselves in proximity to whiteness, right? Um, what and, and the master narratives, Tony Morrison and Jimmy Baldwin will call them the master narratives, right? What are the mar- master narratives that are that prevail in our society? And so in these contexts, especially what Isaiah just said, it's really important for me to remember that I'm black and there is a master narrative which says black people fight, beat up one another and that's not the real issue. So it's important for me to know the real damn issue about why this girl lost her life. 
And it could be as simple as we have some immoral motherfuckers in our community yep. among us. Uh, and so to combat that, I think that everybody should for at least have friends who they have something in common with. I have plenty of things in common with you guys. And so I'm very grateful. For that. But you know, also Vincent said earlier, you, you know, we should tell people about some signs or something. Unfortunately, there are no signs like Danielle said. These people are like us. They blend in so well. They camouflage, they're chameleons. They blend in so well with us, make you feel. In order for me to go to Mexico with you and go on vacation and bring you to my home and be intimate in, the, in, you know, in those ways, because that's intimate time that you're spending with people, building a friendship, you have had to convince me of so much. Well, and or, 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 or you have, you, you must be a person who um, is in need of friends, right? And I was just thinking that, that, that I feel like that's where she's like. Uh, that means we haven't done the work of community and letting her know her have it. It's too late now, but we, we have to make sure that we reach every shank fella and let her know her worth because this person financed the trip. They say she financed the trip. Yeah, the whole bill. Yeah, it's tantamount to buying friends. Doesn't mean that she deserved to be murdered. Doesn't mean that she deserved to be harmed. It yeah. means that we have failed shank fella. We have failed to show her her worth as a black woman in this society. And yeah. that is what grieves my heart. But I mean, you gonna say something? Like, oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say like the fact that that she literally no one on that trip. It might have been the one girl that was beating her, but not a single other person on that trip was like, yo, that girl's not your friend. Why are you inviting her on this trip? Why are you paying for every like no one actually like it just seems like she didn't have a single person there actually for her or cared. And just if someone was there and they didn't join in and they were sleeping, this is not this is not something that just happened at night. This is probably that big bitch that has always been fucking with her every time, part of the group, always fucks with her and everyone just lets it go because they don't want to get beat up by her either. Or they don't want, I don't know, that's not a friend to me. Like, I don't know. How the fuck I financed the trip and you bitches think you're going to kill me? And yes, then, there had to be some like for them then, to feel that comfortable. Yes, then took the money out her wallet. I, I, Isaiah, I want I'd love to hear what you have to say because then they took the money out her wallet. And I, I don't want us to forget, Shanquella Robinson was a daughter, a, a sister, a child, and a, a scholar, an aspiring scholar, an entrepreneur, a, a successful like building a business, which is not easy for anyone in general let alone a black woman like that is like and they took that all away they took yeah. that all away and that is not right isaiah what, what say you and to that point because she was often i think one of the things kind of left untouched and i think uh i apologize i one of you started to kind of speak on is um first of all so black women are among the, the are, are the most educated group of of people in in, in america in, in this country right yep and i think one of the things that that can cause because i've been seeing this a lot on social media um particularly on tiktok these incredibly fascinating and beautiful and interesting and intelligent black women that feel isolated kind of because to be to be and sit in that 
that level of success and that level of intelligence and IQ is isolating, right? So that leaves you kind of vulnerable to a space of, okay, well, I would like a group of friends. I saw a girl recently speaking on like how it's just been hard, it's harder for her to make friends. And I think we need to listen to that a little bit more when people are saying that, because when you put that out there, you kind of can attract the wrong type of, of friends. People yeah. that are also your, your, while your standards yeah, and your yeah. is high, right? What's going on, world? Please make sure to join us for part two of our The Death of Shanquilla Robinson episode. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 